This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. I want to tag a title to my text and my message. I want to talk to us about living in the supernatural, living in the supernatural. We are inside of a series called Spiritual Intelligence. We are inside of a theme called uh, uh, Church is not a venue, but church is an altar. And uh, today we're inside of a title called Living in the Supernatural. If you understand how we, we put it together, you'll see the big picture that we want to move as a church that will live in the supernatural. Are we together this morning? I want to uh, issue a warrant of arrest for your intelligent understanding. Please don't, don't doze off on me. If you have a cell phone and you, you take messages whilst... Not, not taking down notes, but take messages. Please don't let the enemy distract you. Switch off that cell phone and uh, let's just get connected because I do believe uh, that this is a, a shift of a message where God wants to take us as a church. Tomorrow and on Tuesday as well as Wednesday, we're going to ask God to take us uh, into this realm, into this zone of the supernatural. Now, I want to continue with what I was saying, and uh, I just broke it in, in portions, but I just want to continue as the Lord uh, is dealing with my heart and dealing with my spirit as the leader of the house so that we can take the house to where God wants it to be. Again, I want to focus on human intellect and reasoning, human reasoning. Uh, inside of that, I just want to say that unbelief, unbelief is a wicked spirit that uses human reasoning to make us refuse or oppose God. And there's a lot of that going on in this century, in this era. Human reasoning. Uh, we've become so intellectual that we've forgotten the spiritual. Right, this this reasoning, this academic intelligence is being strengthened by the satanic trinity, which is Lucifer. If you read Revelations, Lucifer, the Antichrist spirit, and the false prophet. The false prophet is very much like how the Holy Spirit works, going entering into people's dimensions and minds and making wicked things seem acceptable. Making what we once considered very evil to be a component that is very acceptable. As a matter of fact, uh, what we once held true in the Bible, we are now being made to look like fools. By human understanding, academic intelligence, they are ridiculing the Bible so that the Bible has no, no relevance. The transition from the Old Testament to the New Testament in the, in the main, I said this before, is that we don't slaughter animals because Christ shed his blood. But the principles of the Old Testament is not to be torn out. We don't discard the Old Testament and say it's no longer relevant. Let me teach you that the Old Testament shows you how God thinks. 
You'll, you'll find practical. As a matter of fact, sometimes when you're counseling you, and you're dealing with a situation, you go and find out, you find a story that's relevant to what you are counseling and you pull out the principles from there to offer wise counsel. Much of the good godly counsel is still located in the Old Testament. But human reasoning, understanding is trying to show you, but that is old. It's, it's as the word says, Old Testament. The Bible is the Bible. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass. As a matter of fact, Paul, Paul also says somewhere in Corinthians, those wise men came and they went away. But God's word still stands. Are we together this morning? So, I caution you against educated unbelief. That's my word. I, God dropped it in my spirit. He said, tell the church to be careful with educated unbelief. Where your education gives you grounds for unbelief. To turn things around and in God's word because of you are so educated. Educated unbelief, which in my words is supported by academic proofs, is advanced to eliminate our faith. So, so you you standing here and saying, "Here am I, raising my hands to God." There'll come people who will come with, with educated words to say, you shouldn't raise your hands. To God. I'm just using an example. Because the, the word yada is only for the Jewish people. Yada means lifting up holy hands. It's, so, 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 so academic arguments to cancel out our faith. So to all those with diplomas, degrees, professorships, doctorates, hear me now. I'm affirming that reason is the enemy of faith, but I'm confirming that it is the ability given by God to operate in the natural realm. Let me say again. I am affirming that reason is the enemy of faith. But I am confirming that it is the ability given by God to operate in the natural realm. Let me say it again. I am affirming that reason is the enemy of faith. But I am also confirming that it is the ability, academics, you need academics, you need learning, you need studies to operate in this natural realm, you need it. But reasoning is totally unnecessary in the spiritual realm. I has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what God. When you stand with academics in the natural, they are totally right. They, are, they should be respected with the highest respect. 
But God says, out of the mouth of babes, He says, I'll take the foolish things of the earth to confound the wise. Where the academics of man stops, the beginning of, in inverted commas, the beginning of God's foolishness starts. Are we together? I said this last week. In the highest order of the natural realm, kicks in the lowest law order of the spiritual realm. Spiritual is still higher than the, the natural realm. So we all are natural people and we respect titles. We respect, uh, and there's nothing wrong with all of those things. But I tell you what, God is still higher than all of our titles. So faith, faith now kicks in. You have faith is the ability to believe the unreasonable. With all your human understanding, you cannot operate in the spiritual realm with your human understanding. You've got to operate with faith. So reason never stands on the side of faith. Reason always stands on the other side of faith. Whenever sometimes you, 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 you trust in God. You know, I'm not sure whether Shireen, Shireen Pine is here. They're right in the back. I just use you. I hope you don't mind me using. There were days we never thought that she was going to make it. There were days inside of her life that they mentioned a thing that killed somebody else that I knew. They said she has a super bug. And you know what reasoning does to you when you're praying? And you just heard that that man died with a super bug. And in that same period of time, and when you are praying now, I'm standing in faith praying for her. But reason is standing next to me. And he's saying, and I'll say it, but your pastor friend just died of a superbug. Can, can you see what I'm saying? The parallels. And, and if you go with the reasoning, if you go in the natural, you start to look at this thing and then you interrogate and, and you talk to nurses. I, I talked to, to a doctor. And, and she said, well, if it's a superbug, Pastor, it's a superbug. Nobody survives a superbug. But she's in the church. Amen. That's where altars come in. You move away from the, from, the, from the reasoning. You move away from the natural. And you stand on the supernatural. I thank a family. A family also got strong in faith. Will come and... They used to come here in the weekdays. Pastor, please, whatever, whatever, just whatever. We just trust God. We just trust God. We, we, we got nowhere else to go. Reason in the natural, it's not. You know, sometimes even the doctors say, if, you, if you're a praying person, go pray to your God. Intelligent doctors, doctors who have said, they give up and they say, well, if you pray, you know what they're saying now? Where, where natural ends, supernatural starts. 
So reason never stands on the side of faith. Some things can only be received in the spirit in faith. If, if you think about it in the natural, you can never receive it in the spiritual. Some things must only be received. Now you have these uh, conspiracy theorists in the, in the, in not only in the world, but also in the church. You have a lot of conspiracy theorists in the church. I'm talking about church people. Not Forget about the world. You have conspiracy theorists in the church. They will interrogate the Bible and say, how can three men stand in the fire and not be burned? And forget about not being burned. Even the smell of smoke can't be on them. They will go and now find information to show you why the fire was not a real fire. It was just those flames like you, you make those flames. That visually you can see the flames, but it's not the flames. Are we together? You, you, you understand what I'm saying? They will go and show you that inside of the, the, this, this cage was a glass screen. So that the fire couldn't penetrate. I'm just making up as I go, but... You understand? They will give you. How is it that those... Daniel was in the lion's den. They said because they fed the lion for like five days before they threw Daniel in the lion. The lion was not hungry. How did they cross the Red Sea? Some people, if you go and they say, we studied it. I'm not talking about conspiracy theorists in the world. I'm talking about biblical students who studied this. And they said that they didn't drown because the sea was not a sea. At that time it was low flood and the, the water was, was low so that they could walk through it. Then how, the question is, how did Pharaoh's guys drown in the water? Why is it too hard just to accept what you read at face value in faith? Or oh, Noah's ark is, is, to me, is, is amazing. If you read it with, 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 with biblical eyes and you, you read it with biblical understanding, just forget about interrogating it in your natural why did it take so long to build the ark? Well, how long is it going to take two elephants from Africa to walk towards that ark? How long is it going to take the snail from South America to walk towards the ark? How is it that two tigers from Asia, from India, reach the ark? How is it that sharks could have reached that? Well, they didn't need to, you know, because of the water levels that rose and the sharks didn't have to, and the fish didn't have to. <laughs> See, I'm talking about natural and spiritual, natural and spiritual. I'm trying to transgress this embassy church to a realm of let the natural just die down for a moment and let's accept God for who God is. Yeah. 
wisdom. Now, the, the, the church of Corinth was a very wise church. So, when they were going through challenges, when they were going through some situations, they always brought their wisdom. Paul was finding a difficulty to pass to the... Am I right, Dias? I see you shaking your head. Corinth, you couldn't make a move. You move right, they'll tell you you're two degrees left. You, in Corinth, you had to, you had to watch. And, and in, the, in the wisdom of the church, whatever, they were, whatever the church was doing, they brought their human wisdom inside. Paul says this, 1 Corinthians 2, 7. But we speak, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. He's saying, if you're so clever, why don't you just leave your cleverness aside and understand the mystery of it? Ask God to help you understand the mystery of it. Number 10, verse 10. I'm cutting and pasting. God has revealed these mysteries to them through his what? I can't hear you. Through his spirit. Family of God, in tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday, when you are going to pray... Pray for spirit. God, when I start to move, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you just now. We want to be a church that moves in the spirit. We want to be a church that will call upon God and God is going to respond to us. Verse 13 and 14. These things we also speak, not in words which... Man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they, those things, are spiritually discerned. I write as my comment there, the believers in Corinth was, were relying on human wisdom and valued worldly intelligence and philosophy above the Christian message. Paul taught that God's wisdom is revealed by the Holy Spirit and only understood spiritually. There must be an inkling on the inside of you to say, Lord, in as much as I've studied naturally, help me to understand spiritually. And here's what I wanted to say to parents. Parents, we do so much to educate our children naturally, but so little to uh, encourage them in their spiritual growth. And that's why natural has overtaken spiritual. I got two more slides and then we're done and we're going we're gonna to worship God and I'm trusting that we are going to catch this and tap into the glory of God. Now, dimensions in the spiritual realm. Dimensions in the spiritual realm. Sit up, look at me, look at me. There are three dimensions. We start with God. We accept God in faith. That's the first level of moving. Uh, you can't accept him naturally. You've got to, in faith, accept that God is. For the just shall live by 
faith. There's a scripture that says, in faith we understand, in faith. So you first get faith, then you understand. If you don't have faith, that's why I said to you earlier, that unbelief is a satanic agenda that's presently going on, trying to kill faith. In faith we understand, in faith we understand. So before you can understand, you must have what? Faith. Say, God, give me faith. That's going to be our prayer point. Lord, increase my faith. The next level that you need, we need to operate in, is anointing. From faith, you go from faith, and then you must ask God, Lord, give me an anointing. And I'll tell you what that's needed for just now. But the realm that we want to tap in is the glory. You know the songwriter said, Oh, the glory is here. Yes, the glory is here. I, my prayer is that we are going to feel this in the embassy. I can sense His mighty presence in this very hour. Let me tell you now what, what is glory. As air is to the atmosphere of the earth, glory is the atmosphere of heaven. Let me say it again slowly. As oxygen and the level of air on the earth, when you reach heaven, the thing that you will sustain in your spirit, man, to be absent in this body. Oh, let me say this to you. Your, your, your body is a space suit to help your spirit man to be alive on the earth. When God wanted to send your spirit man, he had to put a body to, to breathe oxygen. Your body is that space suit to help you live in your spirit man on the earth. But when, you're, when you die, your space suit stays. Your spirit man enters the realm of his glory. When you say you want the, the glory of God, when, when his presence comes, his glory comes, when that glory comes, you sense his presence but God's presence is God's glory. The atmosphere of heaven coming in part to be the atmosphere in a place. Faith helps you a little bit to understand this. Faith. If I brought a man walking from the street right now and he's not on the same level of your faith, say this Man is talking nonsense. Glory from heaven. Coming down. Are we together this morning? But because of your faith, you understand anointing. What is anointing? That part of God that he pours into you to do service. Right now, you know, before I come on the stage, I'm, I'm feeling. But when you come and you feel an anointing. And you start to speak with boldness.
Sometimes even you look at me and, and you want to take me out. But there's an anointing. You understand? How When you go home, that same anointing. And you kiss your wife, you'd, she said, but there's no anointing in this kiss. You know, because you, you look so... It's an anointing. is the measure of God's spirit. A measure of God's spirit. But then you have the glory, which is a measure of God's presence. His presence comes. And that's what I'm trying, trying to say to you. When we come, we need to desire His presence. For in His presence, there's fullness of joy. At His right hand, pleasures forevermore. When we come in, see, when you uh, in the anointing, you, you command sickness to go. But when you are inside of glory, sickness becomes illegal in the presence of His glory. Are, are we together this morning? So, so, whatever you're going through, the anointing will destroy the yoke of it. But when you are inside of the glory of God, presence of God. Glory is the presence of God manifested. But Romans 1.17 says, you move from faith to faith. 2 Chronicles, uh, Corinthians 3 to 18 says, we go from glory to glory. I'm just using some scripture to, to help you when the glory of God comes. Listen, when the glory of God comes, everything accelerates. Peter is fishing and they fished all night and caught no fish. Jesus comes and, and, and I do believe that it's just not his presence but his glory comes in that whole area. And he says, Peter, have you caught any fish? He said, man, we fished all night caught no fish. The glory of God is in that place. He said, cast your net on the other side. When they cast the net on the other side, when, when Jesus said that, the whole earth responded. And they couldn't lift up the nets. I'm showing you that in his presence, everything accelerates. You need his presence. You need his glory. In the embassy church, and I'm ending with this, I want this whole church to desire the glory, starting from me. This morning's our workers' prayer. I came charged. I'm saying, God, I don't want that level of faith. I don't want the level of anointing. I want to experience your glory. The anointing gives us the ability to pray and heal the sick. The glory makes sickness illegal. Amen. It'll take a certain kind of person to recognize the glory. It'll take a certain kind of person in the spiritual walk to lose... How do I say this? I go back to Mikhail, Michelle. Is it Michelle in the Bible? who condemned her husband 
for being in the glory. She condemned her husband David for dancing with all of his might. Because he was dancing in the spiritual. But she was viewing him in the natural. It don't, it don't work. Natural people will judge you. For spiritual things. And natural people don't understand spiritual things. But spiritual people understand natural things. Natural people don't understand spiritual things. But spiritual people understand natural things. And I'm closing with, ask me why. How can you justify what you just said? When John the Baptist wanted to find out who Jesus, whether he was the real Jesus, he sent his disciples and he said, go ask him, are you the one or is there somebody else that we should look to? Jesus said to his disciples, go and tell him, these are the signs. Because now he's saying, he's a spiritual man. Go tell him what's happening in the spiritual. He said, go tell him these are the signs. The blind see. The deaf. The dumb. The lame walk. He's saying, the natural senses are proving that the spiritual is here and now. Oh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. He's saying, you tell him these things, he must discern that natural, the natural things are responding to the spiritual things. The senses, and that's how we, we feel. Sight. Hearing. Walking. Touching. Feeling. He's saying, go and tell him that the natural senses are sensing the spiritual dimension if we want to experience the glory of God my prayer is that we are going to see the manifestation in this house Dias with all due respect but I think those messages that we were preaching are now obsolete it's not, not obsolete but we are supposed to be in a new realm Telling everybody about the spiritual things. We need to have spiritual intelligence. Six ways to make money. It's over. It's, we, we learned how to make money. We passed that realm. It's just below the faith realm. Now it's faith, anointing. Hmm? Oh, the glory is here. Yes, the glory is here. I can sense His mighty presence in this very Atmosphere. The next time your pastor does that, if you sense the presence,
then you should join him. You should stand. You should lift up your voice. I told you there's too much of sophistication. You say, yeah, pastor, you're talking about all these things, the glory and... We don't know how to respond to it. We don't know how to lose ourselves because, you see, all the makeup. Some of you, and I said this before, that tears in the spiritual realm, tears when you shed tears in the church, it's not because you're weak. Those of you who interpret the tears as weakness, something's, you are judging it in the, in the natural realm. You can't comprehend it in the spiritual when people are moved in the church environment and atmosphere and they stand, they jump. This, this church is so sophisticated. There's too much of natural. If I had to say it from myself, I'm not sure whether it's starting with me or why this church is too natural. Absolutely. We've attracted so many sophisticated people from all the arenas of life. And we're just so sophisticated. And that's why we're not seeing so much of glory. Are we together? We need to lose our sophistication. Like David, he danced with all of his might. You know, when the, when the Ark of the Covenant is coming in, man, you lose yourself. You, 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 you. If we're going to stay natural, we will leave this place as empty as we walk in. That's why there's nothing happening. That's why you can walk in and not be healed. Uh, you can walk in and demons can still manifest on you. Some people write to me and say, we're still going through this. But I prayed for it. You know, the, the God has told me now, if you prayed for it, trust me. If you ask me to pray for something and I pray for it, I'm moving on. Because I ask God. I thank God for it. It's done. You can keep fretting. But if when the glory is there, glory makes it illegal for it to be there. So you move on. You, you, you walk in glory from glory to glory.